Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Excited to have all of you. First and foremost, let's give the birthday boy some love here. Yes, come on. Unmute your mics. Give it to Jerry. Yes. That's sexy. Happy birthday, Jerry. Yes. That sexy hunk of meat there. It's his birthday today. (laughs) Speech, Jerry. Can we get a speech? Can we get a speech? I barely crawled out of bed. (laughs) That's birthday behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I wasn't so sure if I was going to do this or not. (laughs) I I literally told them I didn't even expect you to be on. Yeah, no. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) On my birthday, all I did besides teach was act like I had no responsibilities, and that was a great day. Because every other day, I got all, yeah, I got all these responsibilities every other day. So on my birthday, I had no responsibilities. So good, Satish. Thank you for rescheduling. Yes, I really did have an emergency last night. Y'all don't know. I went six and a half hours without power last night. <sighs> the transformer blew out. And Deanna had to call the city for me. Long story short, it got over 100 degrees in my house. Because 
Texas, no power. Just <laughs> I teach you to understand that. Forget nighttime. Don't get that twisted. <laughs> That's had nothing to do with Texas. Like, Say it again. Like, oh, like yeah. Yeah, we went yeah. three days. And, you know, people don't understand after a while when the humidity sets in, that's when you just really can't breathe. Just stand in this cold shower all night. That's all yes. you can do. That's about right. That's about right. I'm looking so, at uh, generators right now because I don't want to go through not having power. Ever I'm again. afraid of the same time, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's a... I guess if you remember the cold, dark showers, you'll get that generator. <laughs> I guess that'll be enough. <laughs> that'll be enough for sure. So, Satish, I actually called Deanna at 6.04 to jump on a call, but she had covered for me because, well, four minutes late, she covered for me because I did not get to rest until 5.30, 30 minutes before. Sir, no worries. We will do it on Monday. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, she's. It's Monday. Is that tomorrow? It's Monday. Or whenever she tells me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah, he he messaged me after I spoke to you. Said Monday. I only do what she tells me to do anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. So that's what that was. I'm sure it's gonna work out just fine, but it was hot, 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 and I. It took me everything. I'm sure Susan had to struggle not to get frustrated. You know, you because that's that's that hot Jared. It makes you it just makes you cuss for no reason. It's just oh, it's it's dangerous though. You know, when it's this hot, it, it was 115 here yesterday. And I know some folks know I've been had had some trouble with some plumbing issues right this week, this last couple weeks. And man, that's all I kept saying to myself was, "Thank God it's not the air conditioning." Right, no, I can live right. with a little the water issue for a little bit, but thank God it's not air conditioning. No, that's right. I was I'm gonna tell you what I said last night in my head. Well, it wasn't last night. It was all. It was it was from ten to five or four in the morning. I'm from twenty two hundred hours to zero four. It was terrible. It was terrible. And I remember saying to myself, I remember laying down, and I went. A slave invented AC. Ain't no way in hell. That this is what I said in my head. This I just laid down. I said, a slave invented air conditioning. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I actually said that in my head. I had to calm myself down. I couldn't. No meditation. There's no electricity, right? So I had to. Anyway, fun times. Fun times. That's why I was late. Now I'm gonna do something that I've never done before. Well, I do it all the time. I just don't do it in a public setting, okay? I just don't do it in a public setting. I typically do this when you're law and you travel down or you catch me in a one-on-one -on -one conversation. The Abby, the me now, it's always the me then. Please believe that. I'm going to act like this at Walmart. I'm going to act like this in front of Les Brown, the Pope. I am what I am, okay? Now, there's layers. So when you get me one-on-one, -on -one, I'm typically... Well, I don't talk much. I have to talk in these settings. My brain moves real fast, and I say stuff. So I'm going to give you that one-on-one -on -one setting. You know what I'm talking about, Law? I'm going to give you that one-on-one -on -one setting. And I'm going to tell you, I was thinking about Jerry's birthday. And two days ago, he said something, and I caught the energy. 
I just didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. He said something. He asked a question, because remember I said all week, I'm talking about uh, in between your miracle. How did I say it? I said it in a poetical way. You're in the middle of your miracle. Watch yourself, Grace. Watch yourself. In the middle of a miracle. Ugh. Ugh. All right. You know, that's the worst place to be. It's the worst place to be. Jerry responded, and then Jerry said, while y'all was talking, that was a personal question, by the way. I, I, I didn't just hear him. I felt him. I ain't say nothing, but I felt it. I ain't say nothing at all, but I felt it. So all this morning, I knew, Shaker, that I needed to address the question, and I'm going to do that now. Listen, y'all, I need you to understand that there's two, like, life has its dualities. I need you to get that. You're not going to understand me if you do not understand that where there is a woman, there is a man. Where there is light, there is dark. If you don't get this basic understanding of karma, of yin and yang, then you're just not going to receive me. If you are not going to respect arms and legs, right? Just these just basic principles here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These basic pr principles, I can see or I cannot. It's just going to be difficult for you. Now, I know y'all get everything I said, but you need to get it in a universal perspective in which it applies to everything on planet Earth. Now we talking something different. It's why I always tell you there's no such thing as a middle class. It's a lie. How can it be middle? How? There's poor and there's wealth. <laughs> Anything in the middle is the illusion of wealth. <laughs> there is poor and there is wealth. Now, when it comes to the consciousness or the supernatural things or the things that we can't quantify with a with a scale, like I can't put Jerry's motivation on a scale and measure it. I could put him on a scale, but I can't put Jerry and say, all right, man, let me let me weigh how hungry you are. No, I, I, can't, I can't do that. When it comes to those things, it's a great trinary of things. Subconscious, conscious, superconscious. Mind, body, soul. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I was trying not to do it, but it, it fits there, right? You know, it's, and you just have to understand that the way, now the way I get that, and people like me get that, that was the Hebraic people or Semitic people explaining in their best language possible what I'm explaining to you now, okay? That's not to discredit anything. I'm just telling you to keep it out of a religious context. You need to get this here. With that being said, I told you you're in between, no, in the middle of a miracle. And while The Secret is a great movie and a book, that's one side of it. That's that trinary stuff. That's that subconscious, superconscious, you know, conscious. I don't want to talk about none of that trinary stuff. Because that's half your problem. Half your problem is that's why I had Gary V playing cussing y'all out. But that's why I had if you if you if you just tune in, Gary V was like, Stop it, Rick. 
you know, he's just, you know, he's just cussing that out because I was setting the tone. Steve, I want you to get that what I'm about to tell you, you'll never hear me say out loud. Not that I'm afraid to, because I'll say what I want. It's just so esoteric. People won't get it anyway. But I ain't talking to y'all. I'm talking to Jerry. Y'all just eavesdropping, okay? Y'all just eavesdropping. Now, where did I get this from? Before I tell you what it is. It's been around. Somebody even put a lot of it or most of it or all of it in a book. But it's been here. And that book came from research. So here's the deal. Plain and simple. No more poetics. You're in the middle of your miracle. And that's a terrible place to be. Because you moved because you had faith. But you ain't got to your breakthrough yet. And that's frustrating. It's, it's, I know God said I can have it. But when? Shoot. Anybody, can anybody relate to that? Or is this, am I the only one that's going to be real today? You know. Or let me get one better. I've taken care of everybody else. And I'm supposed to get a blessing for this. Where is somebody or my blessing or return on my energy to give me back what I give to everybody else? I wish I had somebody right there. Somebody got to feel that way. Okay. I, I keep doing for everybody else. But one side of that is that trinary stuff you'll always hear about. Just have faith. Just stay focused. Don't worry about it. It's coming. You can't get there. I kind of gave that to you Monday. I won't do none of that. Here's what y'all need to understand. And I get this more than most people, not because I'm smart. It's because I have the fortunate skin color to get this. If you can't understand nothing else, being black in America gives you certain advantages. Forget what the media tell you. I see stuff differently. I came, when I came out the womb, I activated prejudices. Did y'all not hear me? I didn't even know English or a language. I had, I hadn't breathed 10 times, Steve. <laughs> I was already on the wrong side of some stuff for being born. That gives you some great insight if you learn how to harness that and direct it where you want to go. So here's that insight in plain English. This is war. I didn't come here to lullaby you. This is war, Jerry. And there's a way to fight the war. And I'm going to give you the stuff I know right now that nobody else would hear unless it's in the private setting. And see, this is just me and Jerry in the room. Since all of us connected, there's only one of us in the room. This is a private set anyway. It's, it, there we go. The first thing you need to do, I'm sorry, one more thing, one more setup. Nothing that you're about to hear from me is going to be found in your happiness place. This is war. Please do not think that I got out that trash can because I meditated. Do not give me that credit, okay? I got out that trash can because somehow, as a teenager, <clears throat> I went to war. 
do not don't forget whatever I say on Larry King Live and Oprah because that's the audience. That's just me tailoring the message, Steve, to whoever need to hear war. Okay. Here's what's even more the truth that you're not gonna like. There can as far as humans go, Grace, there could be no peace without violence. Prove me wrong. You couldn't even be born without ripping your mama's skin apart. You made your mama bleed, Grace, just to give her peace. It's duality of life. So you need to learn how to go to war. If you want to get out your miracle, excuse me, if you want to get to your dog go law say he came out cool. He came out there. <laughs> I kind of did too because I was a preemie, but we were, I wasn't going to discuss that. But it's okay. Go ahead. Keep going. But she still had to lay down. I got you. Yeah, I got All you. Right. I got she still you. spilled some fluid somewhere. Yes. All yes. right, there you go. That's <laughs> your preemie self. Shout out to you still been alive too, by the way. Good job. <laughs> this is war. So let's go. The first thing you need to do, if you want to get, if you're stuck between I'm going to talk to a few audiences here. If you're stuck between post-resurrection and pre-Pentecost, sugar, help me somebody. If, if, if you're stuck between after the cross and before the death, I mean before Pentecost, I'm talking to you. That was a terrible time. That was a terrible 50 days. They're going to catch you later when they do Bible study, Grace. If you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, the first thing you need to do is you need to declare enemy. Forget all that hoopla, esoteric Thursday stuff I'm telling you, Jerry. There needs to be an enemy. You got to declare one. It actually has a term for it. It's called self-directed warfare. That's what it's called. If you ever want to win at anything, there must be an enemy. But Antonio's got to be prosperous. Prosperous is nothing that's the enemy. Lies. Lies. Average is the enemy. Being disconnected from what is source, that's the enemy. Lies. They're lying to y'all. Get out that marshmallow stuff. But we're all connected. Yes. And those who are disconnected from that understanding, enemy. Lies. They're lies. That's the enemy. You got to know it. There are opposing forces. Man, I'm trying to tell you, man. The only way we change, Chris, is through adversity. If the situation is not changing, it means that the situation is supposed to change you. So if you don't like this up to this point, you ain't going to like nothing. But this ain't got nothing to do with me. Everything I'm going to tell you is universal. There's got to be an enemy, Jerry. Got to be. So you need to declare the enemy. What's the enemy? The enemy becomes, I don't know, it's up to you. But without something to fight, you're not human. Mm. See, they can't handle that, sugar. See, I know, you, I know you're religious folk, and you're having a hard time with this. I know you are. But none of y'all teachers, I don't care what your religion was, they weren't passive. They were not passive. Your religious teachers were not passive. They were so strong. They were so violently peaceful. 
they took it. Don't confuse someone getting crucified or burnt on something as weak. You know how strong you got to be to let people misuse you and get away with it? They'll catch that later, Jerry. You got to declare enemy. <clears throat> so let me give you some examples. If you don't like your money situation, then the enemy needs to obviously be poverty. And you don't fight poverty. Once you know what the enemy is, you fight for everything that is not that. I have this ability. <clears throat> it's a private conversation. It's just me and Jerry and him. Jerry, I got this ability. I see stuff I shouldn't. I would never say this out loud, but this is just me and you. And I feel stuff I shouldn't. And I play dumb very well, like Susan. I'm good at playing dumb. Me and Susan, we play dumb real well. Okay. Even when I talk, I show my flaws so people like me. Because if you knew exactly what was in my head and how smart I was, you would hate me. Absolutely, you would. Okay. So I make sure. I'm telling you right now, half the people listening to me disconnected from this right now. And that's your problem. Your problem is you don't want to go to war, but they're at war already against you. Every single time that your government wants to raise money, they declare an enemy. Prove me wrong. You ain't never heard of terrorism in the 80s. <laughs> you know, you know what the, we didn't even think. Every time there's a problem, your government will declare an enemy. It will. It will declare an enemy. Why? Because enemies unite energy and raise money. Do you think that you go to church, sugar, because it's good, or y'all banded it together against the devil? Would there be Christianity without the presence of Satan? That's a real philosophical question you gotta wrestle with. Getting ready for <laughs> Can you would worship be worship without the presence of the adversary? And the answer is no. You need an enemy. If you just join us, my man Jerry asked me a question. It's real philosophical and stuff. We're talking about you're in the middle of your miracle, which is one of the worst places to be on planet Earth. It's when you know you were born to do something. It's when you know something. Is it? Am I talking to Rock Crowd? Does anybody have that feeling that if something needs to happen, it needs to happen now because you can't take it no more? Am I in the right place? Because if all right, Lisa, all right. Because if you don't feel like that, then I'm really not adding value today. But if you do, all right, Abby, Abby cut her camera off, walking around the track and threw her thumbs up. Like, seriously, when you feel like if, man, something, if something's going to happen, it needs to happen right now. Sorry, I have a question. Good. Why, why did you say if there is no adversary, a worship is not a worship? Yeah. If people never died, would you care about life? 
Would you appreciate? But if I have, if I have an understanding of life that, I'm, and I'm coming from a certain school of thought. Oh, I, I got you. Right, but I'm my sure question you to you is right? no, I, yes. I got you completely. But how can you even have an understanding of life without the fear or disunderstanding of death? Uh, you need both. To, to tell you the truth, yes, I and I completely agree. Uh, to tell you the truth, uh, in fact, at my daughter's school, you know, the way death was explained was, you see, if you are on a cycle, and the cycle has served its purpose. You need to move on to a larger vehicle. That's you right. move on to a, a motorbike. If you, if the motorbike has served its purpose, you move on to a car. If it has served its purpose, you move on to something bigger. So as you serve the purpose, as you know that the vehicle that you are in has served its complete purpose, right. then you upgrade. Similarly, as you change your clothes, and that is how it was explained to my daughter. <laughs> in fact, I understood the meaning then. Yeah. No, no, that's first off, that's a good explanation. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even unexplain that. You said to your daughter, right? All right, I wouldn't even unexplain it to your daughter. Here's the problem though. The problem is we get attached to that motorcycle. Cause our grandmother gave it to us. Cause it was in our bad times. And when it's time to move on to the car, we don't. We repair that motorcycle. Help me somebody. Understand. Understand. <laughs> and then the motorcycle bill is last leg and we get real creative, Steve. And we start coming up with new inventions about creating and repairing the motorcycle. And we never get the blessing of the car because we use all our intelligence to hold on to something we should have let go. I completely agree. Don't fall asleep on me now, okay? Y'all need an enemy. I want you. I want all of you to imagine your very favorite food on planet Earth. And right now, all of you would say, man, I love that. And I give it all of it to you. Watch this here. Watch me make your favorite dish the worst dish of your life without even changing the food. I'm going to have Abby eat all of it so she can't eat no more. Then when I give her another piece of whatever it is, she's going to be like, I don't want no more. Because you cannot enjoy your favorite food full. You must have the presence of hunger to enjoy your favorite food. In the same manner in which y'all need, you can, you can stump the devil out, all that stuff you want to all the time, without the presence of opposing forces, you can't try God, so you can't love him properly. You ain't got to like that, but your sacred text actually says that. <laughs> forget, forget what your local body says. Your sacred text says that. You understand? You need the opposite. But until you say, I have declared war on the opposite, wherever my feet tread, that I will have. You are no good to the human species. Some of y'all are not rich because you have not declared war for your riches. It is that simple. You got the brains. You got the talent. You just ain't never decide, huh, I should have a paid off house. 
and you done got to 67 years old and now you want to pay it off. That makes no sense. Mark Zuckerberg designed his first software at 12 years old. Yes, go ahead, Jerry. Just for the record, I'm not that old. <laughs> Number one, if you want to, now what I was doing, if you just join us, I get it. So you got to remember this, y'all. Let's just examine most of my fight. See, most of my job is in human resources now. The higher I get, the more I have to manage people, their egos, but not just say egos, their ambitions, the drive. See, it's different for me now, sugar. When people pull their Toyota Corollas up to the office, I'm now responsible for those car notes. That's a different kind of pressure. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am both directly and indirectly responsible for the insulin their children will get for the for the medication that their spouses will need. It's a different kind of pressure. So I spend a lot of my time in human resources. But you know what I fight against the most, regardless of sector or area? One thing, programming. Let me explain. I'm young. That's number one. So the first thing I got to fight past is people saying what he know. It's the first thing I got to fight past. <laughs> it's the first thing I got to fight past. Then I'm black. Now, don't focus on the race of it. Focus on the programming of it. I don't look like your teacher, Steve. When they taught you Philosophical things, the people didn't look like me. When they taught you math, they didn't look like me. When they taught you business, they ain't look like me. That's two different programs I got to go past now. You understand? Young, and he doesn't look like my teachers. Oh, you can act all booze y'all you want to. I know what's up. Third programmer, I'm confident. And I got confidence in spades. It's probably my number one attribute, without a doubt. I've been tested plenty of times. Confidence is crazy on me, which causes plenty of programming. Because some people think confidence is automatically arrogance. I am not even close to arrogant, but I am incredibly confident. So now I'll just activate your confidence, I mean, your, your programming, because now I'm a snake oil salesman. Don't lie to me. Come on now. Don't fool me. Then I got people follow me. It's a cult, Jerry. Don't fool me. Come on, man. Don't fool me now. <laughs> Can I add something to that, too? Yes, sir. Oh, phew. Running. All right, I'm back. Anyway, so I feel like also when it comes out of that, I feel like we've been programmed to be so humble that we don't even fight or do things for ourselves. It's like we train everybody to be Everybody accept the trophy mentality for selfless. Uh, you're absolutely right. Here's the deal, man. Because y'all them put you you've equated humility with poverty. Why you can't be rich and humble? What's wrong with that? Humble doesn't mean without. It is not the absence of wealth or prosperity. It is the absence of pushing people down so you can be tall. 
Am I making sense, Grace? Now, back to what I was saying. All that programming, I got to kick past, Abby. You know why I brought that up? You know why it doesn't stop me? You know why it doesn't stop people from following me? Because I distract you from your programming by declaring a common enemy. I just proved my point, Jerry. Y'all get past your programming of me. See, here's the deal. Your mama raised you way before I was born. Society raised you. The programming in you, I can't change. I can't do nothing about your programming. I'm not even responsible for it. So if I want to get past your programming, Grace, I got to declare enemy that we both say is an enemy. Because the friend of my enemy, all right? If we both got the same enemy, we friends now. I've declared war on what the government is doing to the middle class. Anybody disagree with that? Hmm? Hmm? Nobody here. That's why we all get along. It's why I can say something you don't agree with. You go, huh, that's all right. I just listen to the next thing. Point number one, pressed hard. If you don't declare enemy, nobody will follow you. You cannot push out what you can. Please know fear, that adrenaline rush was made was meant to make you jump higher, sugar. So when predators try to eat you, you can move faster, jump higher. You were born into a dangerous world. Now today the world is safer because of technology, but our ancestors were born into a dangerous world in which fear was a good thing. It kept us alive. How many of you have ever almost died and instinctively your body moved faster than you ever thought to move out the way of a bus or something? Yeah. Your brain has declared whatever was about to kill you an enemy and it made you move faster. You want to get to wealth? Declare enemy. Am I making some sense, Grace? Then you got to define your opponent. Clearly define who your opponent is. If you want to turn your miracle into an actual miracle, you got to clearly define your opponent. Please know that whatever religious practices you have, there is a clearly defined opponent. There is a clear defined opponent. Yes, the meek will inherit the earth. There was also an opponent. It just is what it is. And it ain't just one opponent. It could be anybody. It could be the Romans. It could be the Pharisees. It doesn't matter. I don't know what you, I don't know what y'all serve. I'm just telling you, there has to be an opponent. Number two. I had to press number one so hard because y'all wouldn't go understand nothing else. Number two, don't fight the last war. If I can't tell y'all that that's your biggest mistake, do not fight the last war. What made you win yesterday ain't going to make you win today.
have y'all noticed that every time, first off, every time you see me, I'm happy. That's number one. Okay. But besides that, every time you see me, you think you know, and you'd be like, oh, man, he did something different. Yeah, I do that every day. Every day, I find a new way to sneak up on y'all. I got a great example. Yes, sir. I don't know if y'all are sports fans, but um, not trying to think single team. But do you realize that? No, I'm talking about football. Do you realize, like, a lot of times when it comes to the past year Super Bowl winner, it's like for some reason they have a completely off-season mix afterwards? Happens almost 75% of the time. And I'll tell you why, Chris. Because Jerry and Deanna and Steve and Shaker, they lost to Susan. And all off-season, Susan said, all we got to do is do what we did last year. And Jerry and Shaker and Deanna is going, let's go draft some people that's going to help us beat Susan. Let's work harder than we ever worked. And and then, and we got filmed from last year. We know Susan is going to do the same strength she did last year. So let's prepare for how she beat us. And that's why. Okay. Now, of course, I'm just using your names and examples. <laughs> but does that make sense? If you beat me, I'm going to make you pay for that. If I'm a warrior, I'm not, I'm not losing quietly. I'm going to quietly take this loss. You beat me in checkers. Now I'm going to go buy me a checkerboard. <laughs> I'm going to go play checkers until I can't be beat no more. Then I'm coming back to you. Knock your head off on these checkers. think I'm lying. I've done it plenty of times and then moved on to chess and did the same thing. My cousin got out of jail, Jerry. Whooped my face in chess. Took me eight years. I practiced. Sure did. I studied all the chess masters. I learned, I ain't gonna tell you all my moves, my secrets, but I learned some stuff. I learned that chess is really a battle of the middle. I learned that before I ever move, I should be 15 moves ahead of you. I also learned that if you advance to the middle first, you actually know something about chess. And if you know something about chess, it makes me defend you with offense and not defense. I didn't know that when my cousin whooped my head, Jerry. But that loss... So, so what did he do? Eight years, he just kept his same chess knowledge. Not me. He fought the last battle when he played me again. Y'all want to win? The post you did yesterday ain't going to work today. Somebody need to hear that. How many times you posted yesterday is not going to work today. That apology you gave your sister yesterday, that ain't working today. Her subconscious is sat in. You need to go apologize again. Where's your actions? Because you're about to have beef and she's going to die. And then you're going to be crying over her casket because you didn't solve it. I'm talking to somebody. Don't worry about it. I'm just doing my gift thing. Don't worry about it. Better bury them hatchets. Don't fight the last battle. Do not fight the last battle. So Grace is going to say, well, 
Antonio, how I'm not fight the last battle? You should probably write all this down, Grace. Dropped any preconceived notions or programming, whichever whichever one you can spell. All your programming, drop it. All your assumptions, drop that. Re-examine every belief and principle that you have. They probably don't work no more. Adapt to the current times and keep inventing. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news new ways to do the old things now let me pause right quick because there's a punchline here <clears throat> i'm gonna give you the end my last five minute rah rah i'm gonna give it to you right now what you're supposed to catch by the time i'm done is that few people win because few people understand they're at war. Everybody else has faith without war. Name me a sacred text that somebody ain't dying it. Please, I'll wait. I am not saying anything different than your sacred text. You have been lullabied to passivity. If you want to get to your breakthrough, you're going to have to fight for it. See, I ain't like that. Would you like me to give you an example, Grace? I'm yeah, your mind. Okay, good. Unmute your mic for me, Grace. Which school of thought would you like to, for me to give you an example? Doesn't matter. Whichever one works for you and your understanding. It could be math. It could be Bible. Like, I don't care. I don't care what you say. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, Bible. <laughs> Mary, poor woman. Unbetrothed, unmarried, dark skin, by the way, in the hood. Absolutely overlooked. Angel had to come to her and say, uh, you know, you're great. Me? <laughs> Don't you know where you at? 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm going to do what? Give birth to the Messiah? Really? Sir, <laughs> you in Galveston. <laughs> I don't get it twisted. Somebody said, in your text, Grace, what good that came from Nazareth? Now, I need you to know where they was. Like, pick the worst spot in your city. And that's where the angel went. And pick one of the most underwanted people on the planet. Look right at you and said, Shaker, you mighty man of valor. Now, Mary had an option, Grace. She could have received her current circumstance or fought for what was prophesied over her. Help me, somebody. And the subsequent chapters, what does she do? She runs to a whole nother city and start professing what ain't happened yet. You know how crazy you got to be to shout about blessings that don't happen from nine months? Mm. You go, go ahead, beat your mic, Grace. Dude, was that good enough for you? Yes, thank you. <laughs> you got to fight for this stuff. She could have said math. I had one for the. Listen, y'all. This is what I do. I became all things to all people so I could do this. This is what I do. Could have said seek. I, I would have been on it. Don't matter. Has nothing to do with me and being good. Has everything to do with this is how I share the light. And I actively carry the light. And since I actively carry the light, Jerry, like you, I automatically call forth the darkness. I'm helping somebody. I'm helping somebody. The darkness is not here by accident, Steve. I'm supposed to get talked about. They's not supposed to like me because how can I be the light in light? I can't do what y'all need me to do for you and your family and your legacies with light around me. I got to literally take on every square that I'm looking at right now on this Zoom call, and I have to call forth every darkness that is wrong with you, that is attached to you. I got to put it on me to share my light just so you can get out of darkness. So do you, Jerry. Hallelujah. <laughs> You're also a light carrier. <laughs> There's a point there, Shaker. The point is, don't get mad at the darkness. It's so you could be bright. Well, I'm talking in this place, Susan. I don't. <laughs> yeah, Antonio, with what we were trying to do early on in our message out there, we were always being attacked. It was constant warfare. And you know, still is. Yep. Jerry, yep. you know you gonna get attacked for following me. I, well, I know you already are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, Susan and Phil got no easy tasks. Oh, go ahead, Abby. Um, I just, thank you so much, um, Antonio. And honestly, everything you've been has been resonating so deep because 
I come from a background, you know, I'm African. I was born yeah. and raised in Lagos, Nigeria. Oh. And I come from an environment and a background that has so much darkness, literally and figuratively. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad that we don't like our electricity systems in Nigeria are so dysfunctional and so flawed that you can literally be in an environment of darkness, literal darkness. So I, I really understand when, when Antonio talks about darkness, you know, I know that it, it goes beyond the physical, but I can totally resonate with that message because I know where I'm coming from. And I've had to fight, I've had to like ha have like warfare with, with people people in my family, aunties, uncles. I mean, when I got married, I got married just three years ago. Tw well, 2017 was when I got married. And that was kind of like the beginning of my warfare with family members, mm. you know, and things were said about me, lies, vitriol, all sorts of, I mean, things were prophesied over my marriage, over me and my husband that were evil and negative. I mean, people were were waiting to see us fail. They were waiting to see our marriage fall apart. And it got so bad to the point where one of my aunties actually told my husband to his face that they, that they had pro proclaimed that our marriage would not last more than a year. And this was a year and a half into our marriage. You know, and I know, I've always known that I, I have, been, I've always known throughout my life, I've always known that I was called to greatness. I've always known that there is something big and phenomenal and amazing out there for me and my own, you know, and I just find myself constantly fighting these battles, That's fighting right. these emotional, psychological, spiritual, familiar battles, you know, and I just, I just thank you, Antonio, for coming into my life when you did. Mm. And I know, you know, I know I, when I sent you a text, I told you that nothing happens by coincidence and i really do believe that and god bless you just continue to use your message to inspire and lift people out of the darkness because you've changed my life mm -hmm. thank you so much come on y'all don't mute your mics and pour into this world please i'm right now happy yes yes put that, put that energy back into good job abby and energy back into if you just join us if you're just the first time here this is my daily meeting now it took a turn but today i'm addressing my birthday boy you understand my scotch buddy you know he my scotch buddy his today is his birthday jerry by the way he's ponytail years old that's all you need to know okay <laughs> and he said something two days ago and it sat with me it sat with me for two days for two days, it sat with me because I realized that y'all are unequipped to get to your miracles because you haven't realized this is a war. So Abby is now learning that you got to be at war at all times. But those who win learn how to do war without firing a shot. You understand? And there is an ethical way to be at war. Do you understand? And you need to receive the darkness, sugar. Because it's the only way you're going to be the light. 
Did you know that you can have equally, in some cases, more ministry or church or mosque or whatever, and a barbecue with some beers and a cooler than you can anywhere else? You can. I mean, what is God is everywhere. Because you're designed to be everywhere. Let's run it, Grace. Keep on taking these notes. I ain't done. I ain't know when they're done. Number three, when under attack, don't lose your mind. Help me, somebody. When under attack, don't lose your mind. Do you understand? Let me tell you, let me just, let me make it break down for you real simple. When they arguing with you, Abby, and they will. As a matter of fact, since you're so happy, I guarantee you the next 24 hours, somebody coming for you. Okay? The opposite got to show up. <laughs> When it happens, keep your head and don't even respond. Do y'all want to kill it? Can I teach you how to kill a negative conversation in five seconds? Would you Please like to do. kill? Oh, <laughs> if you want to kill a negative conversation, a negative energy in five seconds, this is what you do. You compliment somebody right on the spot. Susan, you're, I hate you. I hate you. You speak so well when you're angry. No, stop. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Because negative energy needs negative energy. And when people are being negative, they cannot handle you being positive. Because the goal is for me to feed more into my negativity. And I'm only using you as a source to be more angry. And the moment that you compliment, just let somebody come to you talking mess. You know, I don't, you know, Grace, I don't like her. Oh, so how you feel that way? I love Grace. That conversation will stop. I love Grace. As a matter of fact, I really let people talk about Grace and towards me. You should go tell Grace that yourself. Don't worry about it. I will. I bet they won't come back to you negative no more. Five seconds. This, uh, I ain't saying nothing different, sugar, than what's written. Heap hot coals over their heads, don't they say? When you, when you, it's like being positive, showing love. It's like, uh, anyway, let's move on, Grace. We ain't going to bother nobody. Got to keep your mind. Before, before, hold on, Grace. Before we move on, we get lost, but hold on. The reason you got to keep your mind. It's not just so you can kill negativity. It's because the moment you match the negative forces against you is the moment you give away all your dreams. Somebody needs to hear that. Say it, say it again. The moment you match the negative forces against you is the moment you give away all your dreams. Some of y'all don't realize you've been this close to every, you've been close to a paid off mortgage, this close, but you keep arguing with your system. Mm, 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 mm. You've been this close. 
your whole life will turn around right now. But you keep coming up with snappy comebacks for they snappy comebacks. And every time you do that, you delay your breakthrough. Come on, Law, because I know I'm talking. <laughs> so he said, written down a notebook. <laughs> I'm listening. It's, it's, it's funny that you said that because I think back to uh, working in a store and we had uh, a new person come into the family in the store and he didn't like one of the coworkers and he tried to get me on board with that. And I stopped him dead in his tracks and I was like, no, 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 we, we're not going to do that here. I said, that's just him. As a person, we have adopted to his ism. We're not going to do that here. We're going to figure out how to work with him. And now he can't come to you no more with that. And he now sure he ain't come back to me with anything after that. And now Texas <laughs> is much closer to you. You understand? Every time Law in New York starts snapping back at people, he pushes Texas further away. Ain't nobody worth Texas law. Did you say push a mango away? I don't. I don't want. Nope. To. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Because you ain't got all that emotion behind a mango like you do Texas. <laughs> law say I know how to be at a hundred degrees and not sweat. Okay, all this snow is for the birds. Can't wear flip flops in the snow. Amen. <laughs> God, the other day it dropped down to 60 and I had on long sleeves and pants. My sister said, are you crazy? I was like, it's 60. cold out here. Y'all not cold. You going to laugh at us when it get down to 60 here because we going to have Obama jackets and snow suits. And you just going to laugh at us. <laughs> you going to be outside in shorts. <laughs> we gonna have a thermals, <laughs> long jaws, and spandex underneath it with hand warmers and some mittens. Bunny boots. <laughs> Bunny boots. All of it. <laughs> a piece of ice gonna hit the the freeway and, and the whole Houston gonna close down. Can't drive. <laughs> uh, all right, Abby, keep your battery. It's all good. So if I cut off, cut off his unintentional. Now nah, you gonna catch, you gonna catch everything you need to catch. She said her battery's about to die. She out there working out. Don't push your dreams away. Number four, Grace. You need to always have a sense of urgency. Gary V has this fantastic clip about Monday. Stop walking around like you fit to live tomorrow. Those who are successful. No, we're going. I'm going to die today, y'all. I am. Now, that is either going to be, uh, you know, real death or real death. But today, I will be right one of these days. And every day, I owe y'all everything to do everything I got to do today. Go ahead, Carol. You got, I think you got yourself muted. Oh, there you go. Can I yep. say something for Yes, sir. Go ahead. I think it fits, right? Because just as soon as you said that, I think the energy hit my head to respond back to get more value. It should have. The old, uh, what, here it is. The old self will die today to make room for the future you for tomorrow. Facts. That's facts. And that's on a spiritual level. Real talk. That's super facts. And, and you got a lot of wisdom to be 29. Listen, y'all. Practically, from a physical standpoint, 
all of us going to die today. It's a strong possibility. It's a flip of a coin. So you might as well go ahead and forgive who you need to forgive. Fight for what you need to fight for. Give your husband a nice hug for no reason at all. Remember that conversation with your mama because it might be your last. Stop playing. And those of us who are whatever you call successful, this is how we live. I can die today. And if I die today, Jerry, just specifically these people that I've talked to, Jerry, Susan, Satish, Diana, Monica, Reggie, Grace, Steve, I would die and not have done what I said I was going to do. over my dead body, literally, will that happen? I'm not even a different kind of breed. Like, you don't get to make me extraordinary to take yourself off the hook. I'm ordinary. I'm just a warrior about mine. I just ain't come here to lose or be average. I'm done with that, Abby. I'm done with that. I okay, if I if I give if I give one more partial blessing, I'ma slap me in the face. I ain't got time to be blaming nobody else, man. I you know, I ain't everything is my fault. Ain't nobody ever did nothing to me. Anything ever happened to me, I allowed it. And what I allow will continue. Somebody just sent me a private message. This was perfect and perfectly timed and well needed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Let me keep on going. Number five, Grace, I believe. I don't even know what number I'm on. Don't worry about it. Avoid groupthink at all costs. Oh, my God. Can you repeat that, please? Avoid groupthink at all costs. Did y'all know? I just want all of you to cut on your TV. Today. Doesn't matter what country you're in. Just cut it on. It's election year around the whole world, pretty much. I seen, I seen a, somebody in the country, I won't say the country, running for president for 2023. I was shocked I saw that so early. I was impressed too, but I was shocked. That's a whole lot of time to get people to plot against you. Yeah, I ain't never do that. <laughs> you know but anyway, let you think about this for a second. Let me just let me just speak American just for a second. Y'all just please allow me this because I know more American politics. Actually, I know about Indian politics and American politics because I love Indians and I love India. So I know these two better, and I know United Kingdom politics third. Let me just use America. It's the same government, Susan. And they don't like you too much either, Susan. You just got the right to vote 100 years ago. I ain't forgot that. Am I too woke right now? Because, Carol, you just got the right to vote 100 years ago. You gave birth to the lawmakers, and they just said you have a voice enough to be like us and vote. That's insane. 100 years ago? Some of y'all grandmothers is a uh, Grace grandmother's ninety nine. 
Daniel. Yes, ma'am. They gave you the right to vote. That doesn't mean you have a voice. Oof. And women do not. This is why, if you don't know, I am a huge egalitarian for women. It just means people who fight for equal rights. I, the reason I love India so much is because half my wisdom comes from India, to be honest with you. Like, pretty much every sacred text in India I have read. Um, all of them. <laughs> well, not all of them. It's too many. Too many. But you get the point. I, I am. That's why I love India. Donate to India. <clears throat> I'm not saying I got nothing to gain by saying that. I'm just telling you. I have a very Eastern brain <laughs> living in the Western world. <laughs> okay. That's obvious if you just listen to me. You need to avoid groupthink. Cut your TV on. The first thing y'all going to hear is the left wants you to hate the right and the right wants you to hate the left. And they all saying, vote for me because you're going to die if you don't. Bruh. Let's let's be real. Let's be let's be real here. I've been living before I knew who you was. I don't need you. I don't need you, Mr. or Mrs. Politician person. I need the school principal. I need the software engineer. I'm talking right now. I need the religious teacher. I need the I need the kindergarten teacher. I need the lady teaching me math. I don't need nobody to graduate with a poli-sci degree. With a minor in history. Teach me how to do this marketing on Instagram. How about that? That's what I need. I'm trying to get my message out. School teachers have done more for the world than any war we've ever fought. Anyway, don't mind me. Law, I saw you put your hand up. Give me five, ten more minutes. I'm done. No, I was uh, watching while well, the news was on yesterday. <laughs> I wasn't really watching it. But I saw that Trump had pardoned Susan B. Anthony. And I was just like, why does it take 100 years later for someone to be pardoned? It just makes no sense, especially for her being a woman as well. I think it's, I'm grateful for it, but I think it's silly and there was a reason behind it. Of course, it's always of course reason, it is. There's a reason behind everything. Hundred years I, later, I'm just like, come on. I, I, I'm not even saying it's a reason behind it because it's him. It's just, it's just a reason behind anything. Anytime they tell y'all catch this whiff of this news, it's a reason behind it. You know what I'm saying? It's a reason behind it. I built this branch of the company that y'all sitting in to give away fifty percent of all my revenues free or clear, and didn't tell nobody for three years. Just built the structure. Because the motive is to actually give it away. It's not to be known for giving it away. I want to be synonymous with business. How you receive what I give you, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I promote my business prowess, not my philanthropist prowess. Somebody will get that. Somebody will get that later. Okay? Last thing I'll say, and it's extremely important, you need to turn your enemy or your fight into a crusade. Oh, well, look at that. I did not know that, private messenger. 
That's what happens when you're in your gift, though. Somebody sent me a private message. I just said something right on time. <laughs> Listen to me, y'all. If you're still here, it's because you're supposed to be. I did not get out that trash can. I did not become a millionaire by being prayerful. I stayed alive from my grandmother's prayers. You understand? No, 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 hold on. Let me let me talk to my older generation first. You saved me. Do you understand? If it wasn't for Lorraine Temple Smith praying when I didn't know what prayer was, help me somebody. I would have gotten a whole lot more trouble than what I did, Jerry. Do you understand? And don't get that twisted. Carol, I would have never made it without a mother's prayers. Woo! I'm sorry, watch, I caught myself with that. Yourself. <laughs> watch yourself. Okay? Because I'm tell you right now, that 99-year-old lady, still, before she goes to bed, gets down on her knees and prays before she goes to bed. She keeping a whole lot of people alive, let me tell you. Yeah. Without a mother's prayers, I don't even know where this came from, Steve. I apologize. But without a mother's prayers, I wouldn't even be here. All right? I wouldn't even be here. I'm just telling you straight up. I'm, they, I'm classified as a self-made millionaire because I ain't come from nothing. That came from prayer. You know what I'm saying? That's part of the battle. The other part of the battle is massive action with strategic warfare. There is a system that wants you to be 67 with a mortgage. That is disrespectful. Right now, if you are over 50, you have paid more taxes than anybody else on planet Earth. You've bought into everything they ever told you. You did it religiously. You did it with ethics. You did it with great spiritual. You did it without complaining. They took your lunch breaks. They gave you, I would drop it down to 30, 30 minutes. They took your holidays. They made you work 16 hour days. They made you work six days on, two days off. Tell me I'm lying. They made you miss your children's piano recital. They made you, they made arguments happen in your house because you had to work too much. Your current 22-year-old son is just now understanding why they had a problem with you because now they got the same problems you got to go through. And all they gave you back for that was say, I might not give you Social Security. If, if, Please quote me on this because I would say it in a microphone across the whole world with a mega speaker. The most disrespected generation of all time is baby boomers. You have been lied to. Without a doubt. You have been lied to. Now I want all you baby boomers and anybody listening, let me just specifically talk to them. All of you. If you're a school teacher, I'm not sure why that keep coming up. If you got a problem with your sister and you done got over that, I don't know why that keep coming up. You make that a crusade. You go on a forgiveness crusade. And you get, because people ain't going to listen to Susan. 
but they will listen to the enjoyment of happiness. They don't, y'all don't follow me. You follow Mexit. You follow the middle class exit. I'm not who you following. My crusade is who you following. Nobody following Satish. You following Satish because he is getting ready to be one of the richest men in India and fit to pull a lot of Indians out. Because he has a heart for Indian people. And because he hooked up an American millionaire who also has a heart for Indian people. You do not follow Satish because he's handsome. Some of y'all do. That's all right, though. Okay. You follow Satish because he is a movement that's a crusade. Nobody cares about what you do. They care about your movement. No one donates to Red Cross. They donate to the hurricane that just slaughtered the whole city. The tornado that just ripped up everything. That's what they're donating to. No one cares about Red Cross. They care about that 1,700-person city with no houses left. That's the movement. Nobody cared about inner-city black people in New Orleans until Hurricane Katrina drowned them. Don't ever forget this. Turn what you're doing into a crusade. This is how you get out of it. Everything I just taught you, there's more. Save it for another office conversation. You need to understand that you will not get to your miracle through prayer. You get to your miracle through movement. You have the confidence that the miracle is yours through prayer. Prayer is half the battle. The other part of the battle is movement. Allow me to give you an example from a Christian text. Forgive me if you're not Christian. It's just a great example. There was a guy, he was a carpenter. You probably heard of him. His name was Jesus. Okay? He's kind of got some fame. This guy was told, don't go to Jerusalem. You're going to die. That's I, I promise you that's literally what it says. Okay? And just to respect Thomas, Thomas was like, no, we need to go. Because so he's not doubting Thomas. It's a misnomer. But anyway. Now, understanding that my man is fit to die in seven days, he kept moving towards death. You should hear this. Understand it. You ain't, ain't got to be Christian to accept this. I'm a, I'm a terrible religious person. I like all y'all. I don't know. So I, don't, I don't fit too well in religion. I like all y'all. Okay? But again, I got Eastern head. I, I, I like all the gods in India, right? <laughs> Eastern mind. <laughs> so I, don't, I, don't, I was born in the wrong century. Okay? <laughs> in the wrong century. My man kept marching. And in 
his greatest defeat was also his greatest glory. Can I turn that around on y'all? Do you mind? Because I was talking about y'all the whole time. Are you willing to march towards crucifixion? Because you ain't going to never be blessed in your house. You have never had a life-altering blessing that didn't cost too much. Help me, somebody. Two more minutes, I'm done. Ain't nothing ever changed your life that didn't cost you too much. That car that took you to the job you needed, it both costed too much. The job and the car and the gas to deliver your son into this world cost too much. That house you live in that keep you safe cost too much. Antonio, it's too expensive. Do it, Jerry. Do it. Because anything that you've ever said was too expensive changed your life. Going towards known crucifixion is always too expensive. But if you want to change the world, you got to be willing to die. Mahatma Gandhi, am I, am I in the right place? Was it, am I not describing him perfectly? Yes, Mother Teresa. Muhammad, Buddha, am I not, am I not doing this well? You want me to bring up some yogis? I know a few ascended masters. Again, that's my Eastern thought coming out. Right, but I mean, I, I could do this all day. I'll bring up some saints. You have to be willing to die. But if you're not willing to march, if you know, I got these students and all this or whatever, I don't know, whatever it is for you, if you're not willing to die, you ain't going to get it. Nobody changes their world or the world in comfort. You couldn't even get teeth without breaking your gums. My challenge to you, now you know I'm done. I want you to go out there today. I don't want you to go, wow. Nope. I want you to be angry. I want you to be angry for what you want. I want you to realize I prayed my last prayer. If I pray again, it would be for other people. But I spent 69 years on planet Earth praying for me. I'm done. God had already told me I could have it. Help me, somebody. I need, I need some believers now. I don't need to pray for me no more. Wherever my feet shall tread, it is mine. Now I'm praying for other people. Stop praying and start moving. It's already yours. You already worthy. And you know it. And deep down, you know that I'm right about you. Now, now be willing to die. Because if you hold on to your life, you're most certainly going to lose it. But if you're willing to lose it, you would definitely live a life worth living. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. All right, everybody. See you later today or something that we're doing. Y'all have a good one. Be willing to die for it. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. 
And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if, the, if, it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter it is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.